The importance of Tinker uh, to Air Force Material Command, to the Air Force, to the nation, uh, the partnership, another thing that strikes me is the, the strong partnership that Tinker has with the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tinker Talks. This is your audio format podcast that talks about things happening behind the fence line of Tinker Air Force Base. I am your host, Mark Hybers, and today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, and I say special because he's he's not stationed here, and we don't get uh, too many off too many chances very often to sit down with the commander, the new commander of the Air Force Materiel Command, as General Duke Richardson. And sir, good morning. Good morning. Thanks, thanks for taking time to, to sit with us. I know we've, we've, you've got a jam-packed schedule. We're actually doing this podcast in the DFAC, and you just had breakfast with airmen. So. I did, yeah. The, the, the food at the DFAC was great. I had French toast sticks and eggs. Awesome. And the coffee was good, too. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a huge benefit. All right, so, sir, uh, we'll jump right in. Um, first off, can you just kind of tell our listeners a little bit of background about yourself and, and how you got to this great point in your career? Well, I can I can certainly give that a run. I, I uh, you know uh, I enlisted in, in at the age of eighteen in nineteen eighty three, and I enlisted with the intent of doing four years and then, you know, finishing uh, college and then becoming an engineer. Um, and I also got married right after that. So I got married at you know uh, just shortly after basic training uh, to uh, to Dee Dee, my wife. Uh, you know, we went to high school together and dated in high school. Awesome. So that was the start. The, the original plan was to do four years and then and then separate. Um, and then, you know, the Air Force sent me to uh, get a bachelor's degree and paid for it. And so they started hooking me. Right. I also loved serving. You know, my enlisted time was uh, very formative, um, super fun, working on the flight line, repairing airplanes. Um, and you quickly get that family feel, and it, it just kind of hooks you. Uh, Hooked, hooked us, and my wife enjoyed it too. And so then I, I applied for the commissioning program, went to Arizona State, got an engineering degree in electrical uh, engineering. And then uh, my first assignment was at the lab. I won't go through my whole career, but if you look at my bio, you'll see that I've been, you know, at what we ca now call the Air Force Research Laboratory. Um, I've got a lot of program office time. Um, I've also been at Special Ops Command. Uh, unique assignment down there, doing acquisition work. They actually have an acquisition arm down there, so I was uh, sent down there. That was uh, pretty formative. Uh, really changed my <laughs> some of my perspectives about the the need to try to go faster. Right. Um, you know, working uh, directly with and, and for that community. Um, I, I spent. I've also had a lot of staff assignments though that that have been very interesting. Um, General Hawkins actually talks about his staff assignments as well. Um, as being formative, they really are. And so I was uh, on the OSD staff, uh, Office of Secretary of Defense acquisition staff. I've been on the the air staffs part of the acquisition staff. I have been actually in headquarters material command before as the A4, um, and I've been a PEO program executive officer four times. So I've had responsibility for fighters, bombers, tankers, uh, all the presidential and executive airlift, uh, uh, most of the soft uh, aviation assets that we like gunships and awesome. talons and all that. So, you know, the Air Force has done a pretty good job. I think, um, I don't know if it was intentional. I didn't see it as intentional. But as I look back at it, you know, they, it seemed, it feels like they've pushed me through enough diverse jobs to where 
this job as the Air Force Material Command is a, is a good fit for me, right. uh, working with the six centers that we have. By the way, I am no stranger to Tinker. <laughs> Just kind of want to make that clear. Right. You, know, I, you know, those jobs, the two of the PEO jobs, the PEO tankers job, I worked a lot with our legacy tankers division here right. at Tinker and also my uh, presidential and executive airlift job. Uh, the commercial derivative aircraft division here at Tinker, uh, I would come out probably every other month and spend time with that team. So I got a lot of Tinker time. I've never been stationed here, but I think if you added up the number of days here, it'd probably come a close second to, not a close second, but a second place to to probably all the time I've had at Wright Pat in the Pentagon. That's awesome. And so you've seen Tinker grow, and, and we'll get to that here in just a little bit. You can kind of give your perception of, of the change here. Yes. It's been pretty massive. Absolutely. And, and you did at least get to cover uh, – the goal of becoming an engineer, right? You just I did. You just did it, and then and then the Air Force got the hook in, and yeah, and I did it. I, I got a, a double E degree. They sent me to the the laboratory. I actually did laboratory experiments. Uh, I wrote technical papers. At the time, I thought you know life. You don't. You're not really sure where life takes you. I my plant. I just loved it. Um, right. Doing that technical work. Um, from there, I went to the academy and taught math. Once I got, I also got a master's degree in electrical engineering, so um, which which opened the, the the door to teach at the the math department at the right. academy. Mm-hmm. My plan was to man, I just love that. And then suddenly, I my career took a turn, and, and ever since then, I really haven't been using that those degrees, except f- uh, to inform the work that I do. But in a right. in a deep sense, like writing technical papers, actually doing calculations running equations i haven't done that since i left the academy but i very much enjoyed that but the yeah the air force the air force did turn me into an engineer and i actually got to practice that trade for about six years well that's awesome and we're lucky that they they steered you in a different direction because now you're our you're our big boss so lucky us and uh you talked about having spent a a good deal of time here at tinker but you've also spent a great deal of time at the air force material uh command um what has changed in the command over the years to you? What what stands out as, as changing? Yeah, that's a that's a great sense. I, I guess I'd answer that two ways. The first way is is not to drag up too much history, but 10 years ago when we did the five-center construct. Right. So this idea of the Air Force Sustainment Center, um, you know, comprising all three depots, mm-hmm. our organic depots at Hill, Robbins, and Tinker, bringing those into the Air Force Sustainment Center, uh, which is headquartered at Tinker. So Tinker is the headquarters for one of our six centers, our largest center. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also home to one of those depots, right. uh, you know, Oak City Air Logistics Complex. And so that that was an extremely positive change. So that kind of described the sustainment center, but you, that same change happened elsewhere. So our three test centers, be, our, our, our three test organizations became a single center. Right. Um, uh, Hanscom, Eglin, and Wright Pat, the, the work that was done at those Acquisition centers became a single center called LCMC. Mm-hmm. You know, the lab became a single lab. I mean, and so we have these six. What I I love this, these six purpose-built centers, uh, and each center has multiple operating locations. And I I I don't I just think it's genius, and it's been in place about ten years. It works really really well. So that's a very positive change um, um, in my time. Uh, right. The other the other change that I would say is a little softer, and that is. The reputation of the Magicom is fantastic right now. And so the work that Tinker does, um, you know, when I interact with the other Magicom uh, commanders, the other the other four stars, right. there's so much um, admiration for what we do. I don't ever remember that, and I don't want to lose it. So I'm a little bit scared. I think, you know, General Bunch kind of built that up 
Um, and I want to make sure that I'm able to hold on to that and even actually grow it during my tenure in the job. But we have a pretty, our stock is pretty high right now. Right. Um, and so um, I, 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 I think that's exciting. Um, where we're trying to take the Air Force in terms of all the new capabilities and then also um, sustaining the older capabilities or legacy capabilities, those have to work together. All that happens in Air Force Material Command. So I'm very um, thankful to be a member of this MatchCom. I, I hope everybody that's listening, that's part of the MatchCom, feels the same way, whether they're at Tinker or not. I mean, it's a, we have a great MatchCom. He had a, that interesting uh, thought that we do our wartime mission every day, which is unique to any service or anywhere. So that was kind of cool. So um, speaking of, of you trying to pick up you know, where General Bunch left off, what are your priorities for the command, sir? Have, have you got to that point I, yet? I have. It's still pretty it's, new in the seat. Yeah, we, so we have that, you know, the, the term strategic plan is kind of boring, so I, right. but, but, but we, we're building it. It's, it's nearly complete. It's got four what I call lines of effort. Mm -hmm. they're, they're similar to General, what General Bunch had. Uh, they're, they're different in a couple, couple ways, but I'll, I'll just run, I won't bore you with all the details, but I'll just run through the four lines of effort very quickly. And I think when you look at those lines of effort, mm -hmm. you should say, yeah, those are right. Those are the right ones. So the first one is integrated capability delivery. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We're charged with doing that. And the word integrated was chosen for a reason. That's to make sure that we stay integrated across all six centers. Right. Each of the six centers requires each other to be successful. Um, I just think that's neat. Um, you know, it's like a family. It's a, it's a very large family. Right. You know, 89,000 people, but it's a, it's a family that, that relies on each other. It's an inclusive organization. It's an inclusive organization. Mm -hmm. The second one is, um, I talked about what we did, right? Now, the second one is, is, is who's doing it, and that is the team. So the second one is going to focus on strengthening the team. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a lot of objectives about how to do that. The word strengthen was chosen for a reason because we have a strong team now. Right. And, but how do we make it even stronger? And we're going to look at a number of initiatives to, to try to strengthen that team, you know, even even further. And so, um, so the third one gets into how we're going to do it. So the what, the who, and the how. Mm -hmm. The how we're going to do it is we're going to use we're we're going to revolutionize our processes. Revolutionize was chosen. It's a very provocative word. It's a challenge, right? We really have to live up to that word. And, and that is, you know, not just tweaking them. In some cases, we'll tweak processes, but other processes, we're going to just overhaul them to try to see if we can get after General Brown's, um, you know, his desire to go order. faster. Sure. And so he really wants us to go. His action order B for bureaucracy is mm -hmm. he's really challenged us to do that. We don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> so there's a certain amount of due diligence we have to do. But wh what can we do to, to, go, to, to go faster, be more agile, be more flexible? So that's the right. third one. And the fourth one is this idea of, um, you know, instilling a warfighter culture within our workforce. You mentioned that we do our warfighter mission every day. Mm -hmm. That is really true. Tinker Air Force Base generates air power every single day. And if you sat out here at the flight line, you'll see it because the air power is flying around. What you're not sure. seeing is the days, hours, months that go into overhauling airplanes that come in here in really bad shape. Uh, just before that flight occurs right. where they do the functional check flight to make sure that it can go back to its home station. So we're doing that every day. I think Tinker probably feels that really, really well. I want to make sure that every every job, every every member of our team feels that regardless of what their job is because I, I we do. We uh, the, the Air Force doesn't operate the nation the nation does not is not going to be successful without the Air Force. The Air Force in no way can operate without Air Force Material Command. Right. That's awesome. Um, and it's important that you say that you say things like that about you know the incredible work they do because 
it's a job that you don't you don't you don't normally get to see the fruits of your labor like they come in and they do this amazing work here and then and then the stuff goes off and, and it, <laughs> it goes and off. it goes somewhere else <laughs> right and, and uh, you don't actually get to, to see the benefits but so that's it's very important that you know, that, that comes from the forest arm. So, sir, during one of your recent visits to Tinker, you were able to tour the ALC and see the work being done there. What actually stood out to you as you went through that massive building? I think when you go through that building, this idea of art of the possible, mm. the, the Air Force Sustainment Center has coined that term, art of the possible, and it really, it, 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 it inculcates every single work uh, uh, section and so it, it whether it's a co- it could be a commodity repair right. it could be a, an overhaul of the f-135 engine which is the engine that powers the f-35 mm-hmm. um, that idea of uh, theory of constraints art of the possible it just it's just everywhere and what's neat about it is it's not it's it's not credited to like a human being it's credited to the air force sustainment center right and i think that you know when we get to the point where it's about our organizations and not about individual people in it. I think we've really hit the the promised land there, and so that struck me pretty hard. Mm-hmm. The other thing, and I will get specific, is is the the F one thirty five. So I don't I don't know if you're aware, but uh, the F one thirty five team, the the heavy maintenance we call the heavy maintenance center, which is inside yes, uh, Building three thousand one, just received a very large award at the from the SecDef uh, for the work that they've done to speed up the overhaul of that engine. So they've basically cut it in half from 244 days down to 105. So it's tremendous. The teams, that's just a specific example, but those miracles are happening all over the place here. Right. That's awesome. And uh, sir, I know, I know you've got to get out of here and you've got a a tremendously busy day, but before we let you go, is there anything you'd just like to add before we we let you get on with your day? You know, I I guess I'd close by saying the the importance of Tinker uh, to Air Force Material Command to the Air Force, to the nation, uh, the partnership. Another thing that strikes me is the, the strong partnership that Tinker has with the community. Right. It starts with Midwest City. You know, that was the that was the lineage. It goes back to Midwest City. I think that relationship's been going on for about 80 years. Yes, sir. Um, so Tinker and the Primes, yeah. you know, we hold that conference there. I've spoken at that multiple times throughout my career. Um, and then, but bigger than, bigger than Midwest City is just this whole community. The way the community rallies around the base, feeds the base, um, the partnership there is the way the ba- the community feeds the base with uh, mechanics, mm-hmm. engineers, um, all the you know all the functional workforce that works here is, is is pretty is pretty tremendous. So I'm I'm really thankful for the for the Tinker community. We're coming up on the 75th anniversary of our Air Force. Um, you know Tinker's been been there the the entire way. Um, the work that our nation has to do, you know. You can kind of see what's happening in in Russia, Ukraine right now. Um, that that's one aspect. I think there's a lot of good things that are happening there that are good bellwethers for us. We're really focused on on China, that China fight, and I and, you know, Tinker's going to be central to getting ready, you know, to get to get ready for that. There's a lot of innovation. There's innovation that occurs everywhere. There's a ton of sustainment innovation. That's I guess that'd be my my closing thought is. You know, I spent yesterday uh, uh, doing spending a lot of time with uh, uh, the the air logistics complex yesterday, right. and there's just innovation all over the place. Whether that's the 448 supply chain management wing or the React team that's that's looking at you know, different additive manufacturing techniques, there's there's innovation going 
on all over the place in, in areas that you would never expect it. And so that was super exciting. I'm going to spend today, uh, we'll spend today doing a more air base wings stuff. We'll kind of see what are the work conditions like on the base here, uh, see what things we might need to address. The base is really burgeoning with, with folks. We're in a situation now where, you know, the base population is, is pretty large. And so we got to make sure that the services the fundamental services that we provide to the base uh, can kind of keep up with that population. But it's been great to to spend time with you and your listeners. Um, awesome. It's always it's always a pleasure coming to Tinker. I, uh, over my three years, I, I hope to come here a bunch. Well, thanks, sir, and uh, we do definitely appreciate you sitting down with us, and uh, hope you enjoy touring around the support backbone today because that's my boss is the air base <laughs> wing commander. So anyway, we'll let you get out of here, and thank you so much for stopping by, sir, and have a great rest of your visit. You, you, t- you too. Thank you. Thank you. This is going to end another episode of the Tinker Talks podcast. Thanks for joining us today. And, uh, of course, thanks to our special guest, General Richardson. Uh, As you may notice, the the audio sounds different here, but we had uh, definitely run out of time. He had a very, very jam-packed schedule. So uh, we cut out without doing the uh, exit today. So, again, thanks for, for staying with us through this episode. Uh, and as always, uh, if you got to this point in the, the podcast, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, it helps our algorithms find more people who may uh, be interested in what we're doing out here at Tinker. And of course, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Tinker Air Force Base. And of course, on Twitter at Team underscore Tinker. And until next time, you have a great day, a great week.